Welcome to this episode of the NCA Rise podcast. NCA Rise is our family of religion and community assessments, assisting schools and parishes in the advancement of Catholic identity and mission. I'm your host, John Galvan, and I serve as Vice President of Assessments for NCEA. Today, our guest is Alessandro DeSanto, co-founder of Halo. Halo is an audio-guided prayer, music resources, and meditation app for faith-based people who want to build a habit of prayer. Hallow supports the spiritual and mental health of teachers, staff, and students alike, and tallies to date more than 100 million prayers prayed, 1 billion minutes spent in prayer in 150-plus countries. Hallow has been very busy of late doing the Lord's work, and Alessandro, you are a very hard man to pin down. Hallow has partnered with NCA to assist schools and parishes on the back end of your IFG and ACA reporting by offering all of you, new member benefits, which we will discuss. These hallow resources will provide your community with the actionable steps they need to ensure the entire community is one steeped in prayer. Welcome, Alessandro. Thanks, John. So excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course, like I said, you're a really hard man to pin down. And I think that's because uh, hallow has been, as they say, blowing up exponentially. And that's a good thing. That means that people are getting the right tools in their hands uh, to better connect, connect deeper with our Lord. Let's begin by telling us a little bit about your work, about your current position with Hallow, and maybe a little bit more about Hallow for our listeners. For sure, yeah. Um, like you mentioned, I'm one of the co-founders of Hallow. Um, what is now the founding team uh, of Hallow started as a group of friends that went to college together and then went into different career paths. I actually started my career on Wall Street, others in various you know, marketing, government service, some in ministry. And it really all came together uh, around this, um, our personal experiences and prayer and uh, growing closer to God through the different meditative and contemplative traditions originally. And so what we discovered in our own lives were these kind of two core questions that we had been struggling with as we were living our lives. One, the uh, question of like, is God real? You know, your classic discernment question, and how do I get to know him? This idea of, well, you could always just try talking to him. And if you can have a personal relationship with him, then he must be real. The second set of questions was around living lives that are dominated by constantly full email inboxes, TikToks, tweets, snaps, reels, whatever your poison is, and just being really stressed and constantly busy and looking for some peace in a world that is often so uh, distracting and crazy. And it was also in prayer that at the same time as we were asking these discernment questions about God, uh, we ended up finding kind of the true peace that we were looking for um, outside of the world that we were living in and realize that, that God is the only true source of peace. So these two questions is spiritual discernment and kind of mental health is what we had in our own personal experiences. And then ultimately felt called to help other people have similar experiences like that by kind of quitting our jobs and building what is now Hallow. So we launched in December of 2018. We, um, so just over four and a half years ago at the time that we're recording and uh, it's just been a huge blessing since then. You mentioned some of the stats at the beginning. Uh, we just hit, uh, yesterday, I think, uh, 9 million downloads uh, have been growing like wildfire. And to God be the glory for all of that. It's certainly nothing that that we're doing. It's the spirit that's moving in so many people's hearts. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about this. I just think it just speaks to the, to the time that we're in and the search for both peace and purpose in a crazy world. But yeah, like you mentioned, it's audio guided prayer and meditation. There's all kinds of different prayers, which maybe we can talk about. Um, we all have the same scriptural call to pray without ceasing. And the app is really about trying to help you, regardless of where you are in your journey, kind of figure out how to incorporate prayer into your life, regardless of, you know, 
whether you've never prayed before or haven't prayed in a long time or intimidated by prayer or already have a decent rhythm and want to grow deeper in God in different ways. So kind of something for everyone so that you can ultimately find peace and purpose in God. That's awesome. You know, you, you, you touched on something in terms of the, uh, the faith journey where you begin as a young person really questioning everything you've been taught. Is God real? And then life has a way of, um, you know, kind of beating sense into us, right? There was a blog I saw on one of your, um, somewhere in your archives, it was called Have Trouble Disconnecting, Try Prayer. And what I, I found really interesting about that is the juxtaposition because, yes, I mean, so often we spend hours droning on our cell phones and really what you're doing is pivoting them to do something productive uh, to seek God, to find God. And um, maybe, Alessandra, maybe a little bit more about what you and your, your co-founders, your friends at the time, what else were you seeing across the, maybe the ecclesial landscape, across, you know, the religious landscape, in addition to the societal landscape um, that gave impetus to Hallow? Yeah, it's a super important question. I think all the problems we saw then are still exist today. And even potentially in greater magnitude, unfortunately. I think the first thing we notice around and was present in some of our own lives is just the disaffiliation challenge. More and more people are leaving the church um, in a world that is less and less culturally Christian. Um, you know, there's there's not that same support uh, environment societally. And so people are really asking their questions like, why am I doing this? And what I think we observed was that kind of the, the leading with hitting people over the textbook with the textbook, which is sometimes kind of a, a bad habit we have in evangelization kind of isn't good enough anymore. And uh, one of my co-founders, Alex had born and raised Catholic and then fell away from his faith to completely um, atheism uh, or agnosticism, depending on the day of the week and his mood when he got up. Um, but this idea that it has to come back to personal relationship, right? Like you can, without knowing God as a person and having that as a relationship of love, the rules don't really make sense. And I think if we've observed anything in the world, it's people don't want to be told what to do. And that extends into political life, economic life, right? People have this idea, this individualism in, in Western society, which has pros, but in this case has also some big cons. And so I think this idea of let's forget about all the other things that we're, you know, disagree on in life. Let's just start with personal relationship. Um, and I think that was one of the really big two problems. I would also say that in that context, I was, I'm a proud product of Catholic school education from grade school, high school, and college. And I think I'm part of what can happen when you lead with just kind of the pure intellectual part of the faith that, you know, I love Thomas Aquinas, you know, I think that the faith is capital T true. And I always believe that, but without that personal spirituality part, I didn't really allow that truth to permeate like what I was actually doing on an everyday basis. So I was working seven days a week, 90 hour work weeks on wall street and um, kind of being that disconnected life, uh, which is obviously not what we're called towards. Um, and that's the second big thing, you know, name a person you've talked to over the past uh, couple weeks or month. And they, in the course of conversation, haven't said, or you haven't said that you're super busy or that you're super stressed, right? That seems to be the, the moment that we're living in, uh, certainly post-pandemic, but even pre-pandemic, we're just in a world of busyness. And um, everyone struggles with that. And I think what often gets overlooked is Christ specifically speaks to that, right? He tells us, come to me, all you who are weary and have, carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest, right? So this search for like personal relationship, problem one, and, and is God real? And the second one of 
just this stress and busyness and trying to find peace. Those are really the two things that we honed into, like I said, in our own lives. And as soon as we started looking around, we realized it was everywhere, which gave us confidence that, you know, this is something that more than just a few people needed. That, that was awesome. You said a, a lot there and something that really got my attention was um, underscoring relationship. Um, relationships are paramount to success in our faith and to develop a, re a real relationship with God, right? And we're not, you know, you didn't use these words, but, you know, beating kids over the head with a dogma stick um, is not going to bring them to the truth that uh, that transformative encounter with the living God through Jesus Christ that we've all experienced. And as a former religion teacher, I used to say to my students, you know, in life, it's easy to believe in a God you've been taught to believe in, but, but it's easier to love a God you've, you've discovered for yourself because, you know, First John 4, 16, God is love. And when you experience that kind of love, which is completely undeserved and unconditional, it it stops you in your tracks and everything changes, right? It sounds like you had that experience as a younger man. I certainly did. Um, my my journey was much like Alex, you know, grew up Catholic. I mean, we're, we're you know, Mexican-Irish, please. We're very Catholic. Um, but the world had, you know, the world was very alluring and and, and you're right, even prior to the pandemic, we can't blame the pandemic for the level of disconnection, distraction, and lack of presence that we have, not just to one another, but to God through contemplative silence, just to sit with God and to be with that. And it brings me to, I think, another important question. Um, this is, you know, I'm citing the, the National Director for Catechesis here. The definitive aim of catechesis is to put people not only in touch but in communion, in intimacy with Jesus Christ, certainly doctrinal integrity is important in passing on the faith. I mean, the Second Vatican Council talks about the deposit of truth is one thing, but its transmission is something else that has to be done, you know, uh, under lock and key so it doesn't become distorted or misrepresented. I guess my question is this, Alessandro. Um, why is it important to measure our faith? What we do with our ACRE and our IFG through NCA Rises, we measure not only what our kids and our adults know about the faith, really their understanding of the basic tenets of our faith in accord with the catechism and the task of catechesis, but also what, what do they actually think about the faith? What do they actually perceive and practice with regard to the faith? And, you know, part of what, you know, could be, you know, bolded under that in a long list are, you know, questions of morality, questions of relationship with God, images of God, the relationship with Jesus, um, the relationship with others. Um, with what you know of what we do at NCA by through our religious assessments, why do you think it's important to assess? Yeah, I think it's critically important and uh, I speak for all of Hallow that we're incredibly important to, uh, or excited rather to, to be able to, to partner together and, and support NZEA Rise. I personally come from a Wall Street background where numbers and, and analysis is really important. So I have a personal bend in that direction. But two, two points. One is, you know, if we think about the old Baltimore Catechism right at the beginning, what is the purpose of life? The purpose of life is to know, love, and serve God in this life so we can be with him in the next right? Those three Amen. things. You can't love someone. You can't love someone you don't know. 
and you can't really serve them unless you love them. And it all starts with getting to know the person and knowing is, is a binary. You either do or do not know. And one of the things I, I think of all the time when I talk about this topic is the road to Emmaus after the resurrection. And, um, you know, two disciples are walking away from Jerusalem towards Emmaus and Jesus appears to them. Now there's some deep, uh, meta theology on how the uh, resurrection changed Jesus and he was not able to be observed by, by the disciples. But if we just think about it, like the super basic level, if there's anybody that should have known who Jesus was, it was the people that spent three years with him. Right. And even they had quote unquote, you know, forgotten him or were unable to recognize him. We can't take for granted who's in a good place. Who's not in a good place. You can't always tell from the outside where people are on their journey and the old uh, management uh, added from from Peter Drucker is, you know, what gets measured gets managed. And you got to start with the measurement in order to manage it. So you can walk with people, you got to know where they're at in order to be with them and, and walk with them. So I think it's absolutely critically important um, to take stock of where you are so that you can know where you need to go. That's, that's awesome. You know, and don't let anybody tell you that Wall Street doesn't have transferable skill and knowledge into Catholic ministry. Um, I, I love that story. And I, lo- I loved your building the bridge with your, <laughs> you wanted to say something? Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, there is a natural reaction, I think, in ministry world, as I spend a lot of time with ministers, that you don't want to make it all about the numbers, right? Because it, it, when we, we can think of this, um, this tension between f- focus on relationship and focus on numbers. And it can't all be about the numbers. I had 200 people show up in my fish fry. I am successful, right? But if none of them know Christ, what does it matter? Uh, so it is a balance. I think it, it needs to be a service towards the right end. Um, but if you use that information so that you can better walk with people, that I think is the right relationship. Amen. Yeah, it, it, it really is a both and. It is a measure of the head and the heart. So you have a baseline of really knowing how you're how your student body is doing, or your adults for that matter. I may have mentioned this on the last podcast, but it really struck me hearing a a Catholic school leader say to me, you know, sometimes I think we're more, you know, we're we're more interested in how many Catholic school kids we have than how our Catholic school kids are actually doing. And so, you know, I think that's, that's a very important lesson for us is, um, and as we do with the ACRE and the IFG, right, we measure both the cognitive and affective domains. And I think, you know, the, the quantitative data that the cognitive domain produces, right, these are items that are aligned with the catechism and the tasks of catechesis. Um, but, the, but the qualitative data, what is, what's the story behind those numbers? Like you said, everybody could come to the fish fry because it's fun and delicious. But if they're not meeting God anywhere in that experience, um, we're missing the mark. And that's part of what we were hoping to build around NCA Rise in partnership with people like you, Alessandro and Hallow is an experience. We're not selling a product. We're selling an experience of, you know, companionship with, you know, everybody that works in Catholic education, schools and parishes um, to really lean into one another and into that same mission. Um, because as I, as I say, as I get older and older, we only have one shot at this in life and we want to get it right with what God has given us. So uh, I appreciate that. Well, that, that brings me to, you know, this partnership between Hallow and NCEA. Uh, we first met in Chicago, uh, boy, where, where your hometown is and my favorite band, which is going to remain undisclosed. But um, when we met at that time, I was so struck by, by the work that you're doing and, and the intent by which you are doing it. Um, because it really speaks to me as a former Catholic high school religion teacher, Catholic school superintendent, 
uh, the work was always about mission. And I saw too often when we lose sight of mission, uh, we kind of lose everything, right? Um, things begin to spiral. So NCA and Hallow have partnered around NCA Rise, which is our family of religion and community assessments. And our shared mission, as we've been discussing, is to promote, support, advance Catholic faith so that others, you know, to use you, your words, Alessandro, so that others can find peace, purpose, and community in their relationship with God. Uh, what Hallow is offering NCA members is an exclusive 15% discount for all for all Hallow resources, which includes uh, one individual educator subscriptions, two Hallow for Schools program, which includes individual Hallow subscriptions for all faculty, staff, and students, as well as guided lesson plans for teachers, physical prayer materials for classrooms, benefits for parents, and Hallow-led engagement events for schools. And lastly, diocesan-wide implementations of the Hallow for Schools program. So, Alessandro, for our Catholic school teachers and parish catechists who are listening, uh, what more can you say about these resources? Yeah, I really appreciate you listening to all those out, John. We're, we're super excited to be able to offer these benefits. Uh, I should say that, so you can download Hallow for, for free from the App Store. There's permanently free available content that you can use. We have you know millions of people across the world that use that. There's an optional upgraded premium subscription, which unlocks the rest of the content. And so the kind of member benefits or discounts on that kind of full package. And then the packages you described as supporting schools, we have an entire team at Hallow just dedicated to Catholic education, which I help lead. And so those lesson plans, those um, experiences for schools um, throughout the year, webinars with development for teachers, um, you know, school events literally during the school day. Uh, we have a success team that includes former Catholic educators. I like what, what you said. It's not a product. It's an experience. We talk all the time on our team. We're not, like in our sales demos, we'll say, we're not trying to sell you a product. We're trying to create a partnership together. And it really is that joint partnership. So when you sign up for Hallow as a school or as a diocese, you kind of get a whole team. And the idea is to give a resource that does kind of three things. One is supports the teachers, right? Because you can't give what you don't have. And in a world where there was just some research out, you know, um, underpaid, work harder and produce better results, right? That's a, that's a tough thing to keep on <laughs> doing forever. And so the idea is to provide a benefit for your own life. <laughs> exactly. That's certainly the part where I usually get all the head nods, um, which is unfortunate, but true. Um, a resource in your own life. And so I talk to a few teachers every week just to hear what's going on in their lives. And the one thing I always hear is just being able to find some time in my own life, right? To recharge, to have my own relationship with God. Um, so supporting your teachers, faculty, and staff. Um, the second piece is to be a resource to create the foundation in students' lives of personal relationship with Christ so that the catechesis lasts a lifetime. That's really what it's about. So there's resources in the classroom. You can expose the kids to prayer, different approaches to prayer without having to be an expert, right? You can just press play or go through these guided experiences and the kids get to go home with the app and then in their own lives uh, have that as a resource. Just the other day, I heard uh, had a great conversation with a principal who was telling me that, uh, or campus minister, two, two stories. One principal after school, grade school, had a teacher or uh, a parent drive through pickup and said, hey, I just want to say thanks for that app. We actually just started praying a rosary together after dinner for the first time. And we we used the app and that's changed kind of wow. our family life, which is incredible. So so going back home and then a campus minister at a um, high school level uh, said a senior about to graduate football player on the football team came up and said, hey, you know, I just want to say thanks for that app. Um, you know, I used to stay up till 2, 3 a.m. 
playing uh, Fortnite or scrolling through TikTok or something. And I just could never like turn my brain off at night. And um, now kind of like at uh, 11 o'clock midnight, like I do one of these Bible stories to go to sleep and then I go to sleep and I get a couple extra hours of sleep tonight. And by the way, you know, close their day in, in prayer. So it, it really is teachers first support them. Students provide that personal relationship. And then over time, we start to see the behavioral benefits, the mental health stuff. I cannot thank you enough, Alessandro. And I'll tell you on a very personal note, I'm going to go off script here. I mentioned, you know, I've got a, a daughter in sixth grade and of course I downloaded her the Hallow app. And her favorite voice is Abby, by the way. So a big shout out to Abby, um, because there's a there's a 12 year old girl in San Diego, California, who's listening to her prayers uh, on the Hallow app. And and you just and you just said it too, Alessandro. I use it regularly, and I want to say on a very personal level, um, which of course bleeds into your professional life. It has brought me back into the liturgy of the hours. My favorite's Jonathan, by the way, for what it's worth. Um, he's got a, he's got a really great uh, narrative voice that's very peaceful, calming. Some of the nighttime sleep at, uh, sleep meditations are great, but uh, you know, as a former seminarian, it brought me back to the liturgy of the hours, a beautiful prayer tradition of the church. Um, mark different times of the day. So, um, on a very personal note, I can't say enough. Uh, uh, what a wonderful resource to reconnect, recharge with God and with community as well. And we didn't talk about that so much. Maybe we can save that for uh, the sequel. But Alessandro, we want to thank you. Uh, Alessandro DeSanto, co-founder of Hallow, for being our guest today. And Alessandro, before we before we leave, I always give our guests the last word. You've got, uh, you were on Mount Sinai. You've got the ear of the world. What would you like to tell our listeners Wow. Well, no, no pressure there. Uh, well, thanks, John. It's been such a pleasure having the conversation. <laughs> We're extremely excited about the partnership. Uh, I would just say to, to anyone listening, I think John's closing kind of description about his daughter himself. I mean, no matter who you are, no matter what you're going through, God loves you and wants to get to know you. Um, he's always calling, so to speak. And in, uh, in this case, uh, all you have to do is pick up the phone, uh, literally. So wherever you are in your spiritual journey, um, don't be afraid of prayer. Uh, you can do it in the privacy of your, your own home with nobody looking. You don't have to worry about uh, forgetting the words or anything. We'll take, we'll take care of all of that. Uh, we'd just really be honored to help you um, answer that call and, and get to know God a little bit. That is great. And thank you for your partnership, Alessandro. Uh, I want to thank all of you for listening to this episode of the NCA Rise podcast. NCA Rise is our family of religion and community assessments, assisting schools and parishes in the advancement of Catholic identity and mission. To learn more about NCA Rise, go to www.ncaarise.org. To dig deeper into Hallow, and you should visit www.hallow.com. God bless all of you for all you do for all those you serve. <laughs>